0: (laughs) bring us in Brandon bring us home hello everybody (laughs) welcome to season two episode three thanks very much for listening uh my name is Brandon Curry I'm
1: Jeff Collins I'm Josh Bond and Trevor Lindy,
0: who is busy away editing and doing stuff with computers, we have no. If idea that's what the you're only doing. time
1: you hear him today. Then that's it, that's it. That's He's, it. He's super busy because we're now on. We'll video. make him ask the first five questions. I'll
0: have video, to come so. to your defense. He's extremely busy with <laughs> tech and video yeah. and hey, audio, literally and like twisting you know, things. Here, I'll put the camera
1: on me for a second, like <laughs> editing do, 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 as we record. Yeah. We've got the sound going yeah. on. All we can the camera sound engineers. Us three guys talking professional. Three guys and a sound engineer, Trevor Lindy
0: uh our uh guest this again again because he was so good the first time. yeah first we uh we had a bunch of uh, <laughs> That's true. bunch it of more questions uh hello Dave Nash How from are you, Brandon? Jack Nash good to see you. um thanks for staying over and because uh, I know you're a very busy guy you got you got a retail store you gotta run yeah. um so we, we just had a bunch of more questions that we wanted to uh get into uh so the first one maybe I'm thinking this is going to be the quicker one okay because I think the the, the next one's a fully loaded one. So the the misconception in the retail industry <clears throat> of sales. Right. So I'll give you the example. You give me a call. This is part of your good service because you email or call, typically call or text me. Right. And you're like, because you know my size. And you're <clears throat> like, hey, Brandon, just an FYI. We were seeing this before. We all get those emails. Um, hey, I'm having out a clearance sale because it's the old uh, season. I'm bringing in spring and summer. And it's... Uh, a de- this specific, the specific, the brand that I wear is Seven Downy, and uh, they want to um, do, what is it, buy one, get 50% off, buy two, get 60% off, buy three, get 70% off, so I walked in, bought nervous. three, and uh, I ended up paying for one normally marked up shirt, right, after tax. Uh, or less. Or less, I got three shirts right. after tax for less. Then you tell people about it, and of course, a whole bunch of people come in. So the first comment was from my business partner: "Is like oh, I feel bad when I buy it on sale." I'm like, "Don't feel bad. That's what Nash wants. He wants people to come in. Right. That's the whole purpose." Right. But two, some cynics who know a cynic yes. who knows the price of everything and the value of nothing right. will say, "Well, that just goes to show you the kind of margin they or have." Really,
2: in- really more to the point: know the price of nothing. And the value they maybe know, but they don't really know the price. Because Correct. they because the layman assumes that you're you're making money and everything. Right. Because we've done that to ourselves in the retail sector. Yeah. When I say ourselves, I don't mean me. Yeah. But clearly Retailers. if you're a clearly if you're a clear thinking individual and you walk into the mall and it's September eighth and all the clothing stores, the chains, have signs in there, buy one, get one. Uh, uh, 70% off. On yeah, they're already on so, sale. Okay. Yeah. You know that, you, it, it's the way retailing is today. That's the way, I always think that's the, that's the, the lazy way of retailing. You hang a sales sign out, and you hope people come in, and they, they're, 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 they think they're buying new fall goods at a discounted price. You haven't even started the season. Well, it doesn't take a genius to figure out how am I gonna survive if I do that all the time? I mean if if I just get the goods in and already I'm forty percent off or half price, how, how can I make money unless I'm not telling you the truth on what the price is?
0: Right. So, so then how does a small retailer like yourself, who's been around for seventy three years? Right. Obviously you've got more you've got a ton of experience, a lot more experience um, than a lot, but how do you do that? What's the method? Do you do you, bank in? Do you go see your bean counter and sit there and go, well, this inventory that's been sitting here for eight months, six months, it's already cost me X mm-hmm. sitting on the shelf and taking right. up space. Right. Therefore, I factor that in. What do you
2: do? Okay. So I in my case, and it's funny you asked this because yesterday I had this conversation with a supplier and my father, the three of us were talking. And he made the comment that when he goes around to stores and he was showing me new fall product for next year.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. You're already buying for fall done. and we're recording now March 2019. Yeah, no, so fall's done, but you've he, already purchased for fall right. 2019. You're
2: correct. Okay. So he made the comment, "Oh, you're nice and clean." So that comment means your inventory, your store looks good. You have a little bit of fall stuff left, but your your store's mostly spring goods. I said, "Well, you know how hard I work at making it like that." Because in the old days, in my father's early era, whatever was left in fall went downstairs, and whatever was left from last spring you brought back up, and then you continued to buy, and that's what you sold. Mm-hmm. I quickly understood that, that you can't afford to do that because, first of all, the public spoke clearly. Um, if they didn't buy it last fall,
1: they didn't like it. What would
2: make you think it got any better looking in six months or eight months?
1: Just the price would make it better looking. Well, I, I mean,
2: but if you just think you're going to put it away and put it back out. Sure. People aren't stupid.
1: Discount it at the time.
2: Take the discount when you have some traffic. Yeah. In other words, fall merchandise tough to sell in July.
1: Yeah, sure. Okay.
2: So what do I got to wait till July for to put those extra shirts I have laying around on sale? Why not do it now? Guy might be interested in buying it now. Mm-hmm. Who's sells going on? Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's our guest, so we can't say anything there.
0: <laughs> that's so funny. No, we don't care. That's great. That's so hilarious. Hilarious. To me. I, I th- thought I turned it off. I think yeah. of
1: Lowe's, for example. Like, I go there a lot when I'm buying product for, for building, and all the outdoor furniture from last year is now back out what they didn't sell at right. the end of last season, and they got an so, introductory discount to kind of move it out a little so bit.
2: More to Brandon's point. So the idea for me is I had my chance. I sold what I could sell. Time to now give customers a deal. And there's no secret. At at the example you just set at 50 60 and 70. There is no money being made, there's money being lost. But I hope when I make my guesses on inventory and and choices that I make more good guesses than bad guesses. Cuz you know it's a crapshoot. I'm doing it I'm doing it 8 9 months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So if I had 500 shirts sitting there on that selection, you could safe to say, it's like, ooh, Dave's, uh, yeah, not, not. It's hitting, hitting the well, pocketbook.
0: Well, and, and, and is the theory, and maybe because I'm not in retail, but is the theory, hey, you know what? Give people that buy with you throughout the year a, a sale every now and, listen, and then.
2: Listen, ha- the reason you get a call from me right? and we spread it around to the group is that if anyone's going to buy them, listen, I want to sell them.
0: Yeah, you do I want to sell
2: them. But I'd love the guys who support me to get a crack at that first. Yep. Because you got you are the guys who support me. I want you to get the deal. I want you to go, oh, you know what? I don't mind paying regular price for some stuff because I know there's always going to be some gems in here for me. And that's, and it helps me clean it up quick. And I move on, move on to the next season. Because this, this uh, supplier told me, Clarity goes, Dave, you wouldn't believe the amount of retailers that have inventory that's 10, 12 years old. What? <laughs> really? Eh? Now, in my store, <laughs> you you could never find anything. Because I, I don't let it be around. I, I mean, if I have to take 75 off of it to get rid of it, I'm moving it. Because I want to stay as fresh as I can. You know I can't sell to the walls. Mm-hmm. There's never going to be a, co- a time you come in and go, it's, well, he's got no inventory. <laughs> <Well, it's not, laughs> right. Because I have to keep it yeah, full, right? Yeah. But I mean, you got to keep you got to keep moving. you got to keep so current.
0: So, uh, I guess, in general, maybe don't talk specifically about your store. But I, right. know, I know when we talk about restaurants, would you leave the bloody... You keep playing with the camera. <laughs> it's because my phone comes in. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, if a phone calls, comes Sorry, in. Sorry, guys. We're then it takes out the picture. Oh, okay. All right, fine. <laughs> it does. Old married couple. over there. I'm trying to stop, YouTube. Go, stop, like, stop it. Stop it. Now you're making it worse. <laughs> yeah. So, drawing anyway. drawing attention to it. Yeah, so, uh, anyway, so, okay, uh, we... We know that the average restaurateur, right. uh, if you're making eight points, right, you're doing well, right. You're doing well. So um, not so much the big boxes, but a store like yourself. And, and when you I'm sure you're part of associations and stuff like that, what right. are those stats? What the markup needs to be? No, just the at the end of the day, if you're all going in if if I'm if I'm you know coming out of college or if I'm a late 20, 30 year old now I'm thinking, Retail clothing retail is where I want to be. What what is what can I if I'm you doing want to get what, into it?
2: Yeah, like what's the what's my take home at the end of the day with okay, all the? So first of all, you don't want you don't want to do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't want to do it. So listen, I mean, it's why it's why I'm going to be the end of the road for for a, th- a three generation business because my kids are going to do are doing some other things because they understand they see. And it's it's not a bad thing. It's just it, it's not the it's not the business model today. It's not the business model. It's long hours. It's it's listen. I mean, it, 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 I'm not saying you can't have a living. I, of course, I've had a living doing it. But it's it's a tougher living retail because it's inventory. It's a grind, right? Okay, it's inventory. Mm-hmm. So it's buying ahead of time. Paying for it way before you sell it, and then hoping you sell it. I mean, that's simplified as simple as I can make it, right? Right. So the the business model of a restaurant isn't load up my freezers with food and hope I get customers. Right. The model, and I don't know the restaurant business, but the restaurant business would be we order food regularly, and if we're selling more steak than we are chicken. Smart restaurateurs do this, yes. We don't have a lot of chicken sitting in the freezer, we have more steak in the freezer. You understand yeah, what yeah, I'm getting yeah, at. Sure. So you're notes. not hung with stuff, except I don't know that. So I'm buying thinking.
1: You're close speculating. <laughs>
2: basically, <laughs> Yeah. basically. Now it's changed sure. a bit because a lot of my suppliers like Seven Downy have stock on hand all the time. So it takes a little, so I give them upfront orders, but then I buy Way less than my needs are going to be projected, so I can go back into the market and keep buying mm-hmm. or not buy, <laughs> meaning things are slow and I don't need to buy anymore. I, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Less risk. Less risk. So, I mean, it, it isn't the best model. That's why there isn't. Listen, St. Catharines only has a few menswear stores. Yep. It's not a secret. Why? Because who wants to do it? Right. You need a lot of money up front. I mean, I walked into a business that was existing. Sure. Okay. You gotta walk in told. now you gotta get credit from everyone, why are they gonna give you credit? You have no record. You have no track record in our business. I mean, my business is fraught with the Midnight Dash guys. Oh God, yeah. Terrible. Yeah, You know, they come in, they got all the big plans and fix up a fancy store and all of a sudden one day they're gone, right? Mm-hmm. And then they stick everyone in the industry. So I mean, it, <laughs> it isn't the best model. For today,
0: and then I guess that leads us to the next one, which is a bit more fully loaded. Is that uh, because I know I know both your sons, right? We we do, right? Uh, Succession, like, are you are they truly not going to, uh, you know, maybe take a millennial view on your model and maybe millennial it up, or uh, you know? Well, I would go to the online.
2: I would say, as I sit today, one definitely not because he's a tradesman. And I'm proud of him, and he's doing great. Oh, great job! And and (laughs) he'll be he'll be great for the rest of his career. The other one, my younger son, who's in sales right now, probably has the um, probably could do it. Um, I'm of the belief that if he was going to do it, he probably would have been with me by now because he's in his mid twenties. So he'd probably be like I did, got groomed a little bit. So I don't want to say no that he wouldn't, but it doesn't look like, I think he's got bigger aspirations. And quite frankly, and it's nothing against my kids because I know they both work very hard, but they see the hours that, th- that retail is. It's, it's not the best hours, it's every day, it's every weekend, it's, it's just what it is. And I don't feel badly about it, I chose to do it and I enjoy it. But I think millennials today, they want a holiday. They want they want what they want. They want instant gratification. They it, it's you know
1: they want all the money with none of the work. And I'm not saying they don't want to work. They do work hard. Yeah. No, but, your, not your son's in particular, yeah. but a lot of people
2: get. But generally business. speaking, like not I to the same extent. Right. <laughs> yeah. I understood going in what it was going to be. My dad told me when I was young, you'll have a, you'll have a good solid business if you stay on it. You'll make a good living. You'll never be a rich man. And you're going to work like a dog. <laughs> he was pretty bang on. Yeah, he was pretty bang on. So I mean, it, I just don't think it's it's not in the cards right now. But you never know. You never. Yeah. Know. Never know. Well, it you, would be nice. Sentimentally, it would be nice for generations, but we'll see.
0: And w- when we c- talk about styles, have you seen a lot of styles get recycled now? Like oh, yeah. a, that you've bell bottoms coming back. Yeah, bell bottoms.
2: We. Well, not, I hope not. I don't want. No, but I did see a pants <laughs> supplier yesterday with. He showed me three or four pleated styles. Oh really? yeah, pleated. Wow. So I mean, you guys <laughs> I can't get
0: made fun of anymore. I got still got some. Dust so them off. I mean, you guys Must. are at that
2: age now where you're going to start seeing some stuff that maybe you saw when you were younger. Yeah. And you'll start to see it. I mean, I've have already lived through a few of them. The mesh you, button down. I mean, I've I've seen.
1: You know, I, <laughs>
2: right now, everything's tight and trim and and slim. When I first came into business, stuff was like, it looked like it was all too big for everyone. Right. But from a, from a sales point of view, it was excellent because the slim guy put the big thing on because it was fashionable. The big guy put it on because it fit him and he was comfortable. So it, everyone was good. Yeah. Today, the slim guy loves it because it's slim. The big guy struggles mm-hmm. because he can't find anything to fit him. Yeah, or he has more trouble finding stuff to fit him. So, so you, don't you, be a big guy. So you leave a li- You leave some people out of it. Who
0: so want be it cautious, be, Jeff, when you go in and shop. You who know, <laughs> want to be fashionable, right? <laughs> so,
1: but I mean, it's, it's all belly. It's the, the belly coating.
0: All right. So, um, anything else? I guess uh, you want to give us some insight on.
1: Uh, yeah, the what's store? the new like, styles coming up this year? I want to know what's come. What's coming in here? So the your spring your market, new styles. I
0: so, just for our listeners, because it's a podcast, so they can listen whenever, right? right. Uh, typically, you know, we, we like them to listen every week kind of thing, but we know everyone's busy. So, we're recording this in March of 2019. So, by the time this hits, when this is this gonna is going to hit? I Honestly, it, no, no. It'll
1: be April-ish, in, in April, May, something along those lines. So, right for when we're sure. we buying our new spring clothes.
0: Yeah. So, when is spring? Hitting in April or zeroing out there now?
1: Well,
2: I mean, it, the store's probably 80% in for spring. Things okay. look colorful. There's lots of nice short sleeve stuff. There's shorts, there's- What's,
1: bo- the, what's bo- the colors this spring? What's the color? Well, there's
2: always a little more daring color happening in, in, in men's stuff. But I mean, listen, when it comes to retail, you've still gotta be mindful of, of your broad base of customer Mm -hmm. so there's always a customer wants the newest the brightest the hottest and then there's a base of customer who likes to be fashionable but you know i like black i like white i like simple i don't want too busy i don't want too colorful plays the the neutrals right so i mean as a retailer either you're you're all in on what's hot and, and but i generally try to keep a little bit of a broad base because i want to sell a broad base of people i want to just sell one person
1: diversify I think it's whatever looks good what? with the beards now. <laughs> right? It's old beards. all, portfolio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming in and My taking the time out We really great. appreciate it. Uh, if you can let us know what your Twitter handle and all that oh, is, sure. we'll make sure so, that you so tag. Yeah, I got so marked down. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So as I know, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. and then we'll uh, definitely uh, promote you on the uh, World Wide Web social media. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, guys. I th- appreciate it. Th- that was awesome. Nice meeting yeah, you. Yeah, thank you very much. Help us help you stay informed. Woo. Take care. All Joe.
2: Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vail. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingCoinPodcast.com.
1: Do. Did